Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. Going to look at a an interesting Captain America, possibly Captain America grand design, if you will. Uh, before I do, I want to remind everybody to like the video, subscribe to Cartoonist Kayfabe, hit that little bell icon next to the subscription to be notified when we post new videos. This will help uh, offset the Kayfabe effect. It'll, it'll let you know when a new video is up so you can hit eBay and Amazon and wherever you're looking for that back issue uh, before everybody else. And also let the video play through to the end. What that does is helps populate the video and other comics fans uh, feed that aren't necessarily hip to Cartoonist Kayfabe yet. So helps uh, spread the Cartoonist Kayfabe word. Subscribing to the channel helps mitigate uh, the Kayfabe effect because you're one of the first people to get in on the videos that we present. And this is going to be a good one because we're looking at Captain America Grand Design from Captain America issue 112. And I want to hit people, you know, might be prohibitively expensive. I don't know what this book costs, but it probably isn't cheap. It's an old one. But what you can probably get your hands on is Essential Captain America volume number two. And I completely recommend recommend this essential because you get you know 100 pages beyond the Kirby you get 100 pages of uh, of Starenko in black and white yeah those are beautiful and uh, very instructive comics to to, to look at man. Oh, look at this iconic page right here you want this one in color so bad man because he uses every single like you know 64 colors that were available to so like this one would be like every green color yes. that was possible every orange color every purple or blue and uh, pink and reds, like I gotta tell you, I'm page. so impressed by these essentials in that that is crisp line reproduction. They, they did really well with that. They had photo stats of the early stuff. It's the the problem is when it gets into xerography when they're when they're just Xerox and like the Liefeld and Jim Lee pages and stuff where they're using digital files to create their essentials and they're kind of just like these yeah. these gray gray things. But like they had photo stats of all the old stuff, man. That was part of the book creation process was to have that kind of material so get essential uh captain america number two you will not uh be be sad about you know using your buying dollar for that what do you call this guy right here but how do you say his name i have no idea do you know is the it, character is that bat batrock see i call him batrock the leaper yeah and it's probably like batrock or something but like <laughs> i say you know what no it isn't because it's a bunch of seven-year-olds that are uh that are pronouncing it yeah for sure <laughs> So, so uh, I'm just basically um, stealing the thunder because I will be calling him Batrock the Leaper uh, th throughout this <laughs> thing because good. that's how I've always read it. So the the circumstances behind this, you see, album issue. I believe what happened is Steranko is doing a few of these Captain Americas. He kills Captain America in the issue before this, and he's going to be he's going to need an extra month to get that next issue done. So they need a fill-in issue, and of course, who do you call? Jack Kirby. Hey, we need a fill-in issue probably turn it around in you know a three-day weekend or something like that but didn't what's he gonna do like all he knows is captain america just died that's what that's what you're gonna do a fill-in issue after yeah for sure and even uh you know kirby one one of his sort of genius strokes is like he was able to figure out how to make very dynamic pages with with a co economy and this issue like you see him taking even kind of more shortcuts in a way like Way, way fewer panels per page, stuff like that. 1969, this is near the end of Kirby's, uh, that Marvel run before he goes to DC and does Fourth World. But, you know, you can see the dramatic, like, bullet holes in his in his costume and his mask That's as they're pulling it, pulling it out of the river. That's a splash page, baby. And uh, Captain America is dead. It's it's such a dramatic story. Like, for a fill-in issue, we're three panels in and you're already, like, high drama with Kirby. Great color on this on this panel right there 
his Iron Man's look so cool. It does, yeah. I love when he does like an Iron Man cover or something like that, like the big hand. It just looks so good. Every piece of every panel is a piece of pop art. I love the uh, like the tech as well, you know, like the digital file, the the Visa file, Captain America. Yeah, like, it's up to Tony Stark to uh, to close that. I googled Visa. I was like, what does Visa mean? And and I think it's like Visa, like 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 Visual. Uh, uh, I think that's what he means, the Visa file, because it's something that he's watching. It's so neat, though, you know, like we talk about this being grand design or whatever, and that's what we're getting is kind of a history recap of Captain America. And, you know, even with that file, it's almost like the perfect way to set up that kind of a history. Totally. So, you know, we're going to see his life flashing before uh, before our eyes. This is, this is fun shit right here, man, because it's, it's Kirby revisiting comics that he did 25 years before this. Yeah. You know, damn near 30 years before this. I love this page too because these are some of the, your panel borders that we're going to start to see more of in Kirby's work yeah. in the 70s. It's pretty early for this kind of thing, you know, like this is an early use of that sort of non grid panel. Doesn't that look like Kamen Rider, some super Sentai Japanese totally. uh, TV show character? Yes, <laughs> the butterfly. That's the least intimidating name for yeah. your uh, your tough guy villain. Different, different times in those 40s. <laughs> This reminds me of uh, the Jerry Lewis movie, you know? The, <laughs> yeah, the day that laughter died. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think Drew Friedman saw it. Yeah, I think it's. I think you can find it now. You cannot find no? it. Uh, you know, there's like one, but like if you're if you're if you're juiced in, you know, Harry Sharer has seen it. I also uh, like. I've been going through when I was going through Hulk. I had a lot of Hulk issues, so I would see all the ad pages and the stuff like plastic pillows. How horrible must those have been? The stuff that they would license out. A, a, kid, a kid wakes up and has like acne. <laughs> just, it's stuck on his face. Yeah, you, know, you just gotta peel it off. Like, mom, get it off. All right, one, two, three, Jimmy. Whoosh, so bad. Bucky with a gat. That's a great panel. <laughs> All these big panels too. Like most of these pages are laid out in this kind of like four panel grid style. So if you do like a half page splash on them, it's so cool looking. Zemo looks good. They all look good. You know, like every panel is kind of a killer. It's riding the motorcycles and Bucky on the back of the motorcycle ready to jump off. Very dynamic. It's such an exciting way of making comics too. And it, it does make me sad that we don't, like nobody does comics like this anymore. And you could argue nobody is going to duplicate Kirby, obviously, but they're so fast. Like yeah. there's so much of like, just move, 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 move. You know who the closest is, man, is, is like Jeff Darrow. Like Shaolin Cowboy comics work that way a lot. They do, although I feel like you read them at a different speed. You know, these are just like blasting through. You know, it's almost sprinting. You almost need the words to slow you down in these comics. That's the truth. Like, like Kirby, pure storyteller, and like he's he's giving you like sort of just what you need in order to like get his point across. This would be such a wild comic if you're if you're a kid and you're reading Captain America, you've read, you know, Captain America for six, eight months and then pick up this issue and get like the whole backstory of Captain America. What a great issue this would be. And you know, Bucky dying here. So big big moment in the uh Captain America grand design history there. And then Namor in all his glory. Get a full page splash. Wonder if that's a little bit of a time saver. If you're really flipping this thing around in a weekend, these th these three three panel pages. I mean, it's it's just way less pencil mileage. Yeah, I guess that's true. Although they look so good, I don't feel cheated. You no. know, like like the body floating down through the water. It's amazing looking, and that's one you don't have a morgue file for. You know, you just got to imagine what it is underwater and a, and a body floating there. No, oh, he's so good at that kind of shit. Like this kind of crap. Like it's. Just, what a great centerfold. So, you know, comics often break open into their into that centerfold. You get a 
the best Captain America splash. I love the montage background, but you also have this facing page of like, you're doing newspapers, cool Namor. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm deeply down a, uh, a, a Kirby Lee a rabbit hole, uh, in my, in my regular comics reading, going through fantastic fours and stuff. And, uh, very exciting comics uh you think about them in the context of the dcs at the time and it's yeah. it's beyond pepsi and coke or something it's 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 pepsi and rc cola i i just read this article and it was about like the um it was about dark knight returns mm -hmm. and how impactful that was and he talked about how like dc comics forever there was no you didn't get to do any kind of variation on their characters like they right. were super protective yeah and it's what allows a, a dark knight to come and make like giant waves like finally some creators allowed some freedom with these characters and that's what you get if you have the right creator but it, it helps that you had like decades of there's no this is the character no there, deviation there was that new no adams interview that we read where where uh he wanted to do batman but julie schwartz is like no you don't get to do batman so he talks to another guy does brave and the bold suddenly the kids say that that's the real batman and then julie schwartz is like what are you doing like, you gotta yeah, draw batman exactly. comics now that's a great story <laughs> <laughs> if you love comics you love cartoonist kayfabe and the best way to support cartoonist kayfabe is to buy our books and to join our patreons so my next book Hulk Grand Design, Monster Madness, starting in March. Marvel commissioned me to celebrate the Hulk's 60th birthday. That happens in March, available wherever comics are sold, and it's a retelling of the Hulk's history in two oversized, bursting-at-the-seam issues, 10,000 pages distilled down into 80 super-dense, hopefully super-fun, good-looking comic book pages. So ask your local comic shop to reserve your Hulk Grand Design the next time you're in there. We've got some really cool awesome extras like Ed Piscor's Hulk Grand Design cover variant, Peach Momoko did a variant, Marcos Martin, and Hulk Grand Design Madness with the Jeff Darrow cover. So ask your local comic shop to save these comics for you now so you will not be left in the dark. Other books that are available now wherever books are sold, The Plain Janes, my 500-page young adult graphic novel with Cecil Castellucci about a bunch of high school artists who start doing public art around their town Alabanksy and get in all sorts of trouble with their uh, authorities, teachers, parents, and fellow students. Perfect for the young adult reader in your life. And Street Angel, Deadliest Girl Alive, available from Image Comics. This collects the entire Image Comics run of Street Angel in glorious full color. Eight complete stories, including a couple of stories that were not uh, published by Image Comics or anywhere except mini comics. Uh, one, a Christmas story that I actually sent to my family. So you get all of that in this Street Angel Deadly Scroll Live trade paperback available wherever books are sold. From Ed, we have his current magnum opus, the Outlaw Comic Red Room, the Antisocial Network, again available wherever books are sold, collecting the first four issues of Red Room. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit collects the first four issues, along with a bunch of great back matter, including the first written draft of Red Room, which is really cool to see. This is the kind of stuff where I would double dip when I was buying comics, and I would buy the comics and then the collections to get that back matter. The next series of Red Room, Trigger Warnings, is coming also in March, Cartoonist Kayfabe Month. Ask your local comic shop to reserve this because of a ransomware attack. These could be a little bit rare, this first issue. So this is the cover to buy. As soon as you see it, there are also some variant covers. This is my variant cover, an homage to Robert Crumb's Zap Comics, Peach Momoko coming in, and Ed Piscor's variant. 
Also available from Ed is the Hip Hop Family Tree, available as single volumes or as these deluxe boxed sets. Absolutely uh, beautiful, man. Even the, They even feel good, Ed. But uh, four complete volumes. These are covering the history of hip hop comics from the 1970s up until 1985. Um, Nonfiction comics, perfect for the music lover in your life or the comics fan. WYSIWYG, a story about a computer hacker throughout the history of high technology. You can see a beautiful black and white comic here. And of course, X-Men Grand Design. The whole start of Hulk Grand Design actually begins here. A retelling of the 30-year the first 30 years of X-Men, 300 issues distilled into three beautiful volumes of X-Men Grand Design, telling one coherent story about Marvel's most popular characters and their history. And again, available wherever books are sold. You can join our Patreons at the links below this video. Now that we're done paying the bills, back to the video. So we get Captain America's thought out of the ice now, working with S.H.I.E.L.D., Nick Fury, uh, Agent Carter, MODOK. You know, Aim and Hydra showing up. This is one of those fever dreams. Like, Kirby created this. And as far as we know, no, there's no drug abuse <laughs> right. in his life. But we could probably imagine that little sleep deprivation when you turn, turn out maybe six pencil pages a day. I think that's the spirit that a MODOK gets created in, man. Like, you don't have a 100% lucid mind when, when, when you create something like that, man. You're... you're you're, de you're deprived of something. Have you ever read any interviews with Kirby talking about dreaming? No. Because I always, like, if I'm really working a lot, you know, those long hours and stuff, yes. it'll affect the dreams that I have. Absolutely. And I wonder with Kirby, like, as much stuff as he's turning around and as quickly as he is, like, he had to go to bed with six, eight pages in his head. Yeah. And then have, like, who knows what was going on and <laughs> at night in that guy's mind. Totally. But another great pay. I love MODOK. I think everybody does. It's such a bizarre... One of the more outlandish design concepts. Yeah. You know, it almost only works when comics are for seven and eight year old kids. Absolutely. I was going to say that. Like, like as a kid, that's like one of the most unforgettable villains you, you ever see. Because like in your own drawings, you might have a character that's a giant head with arms coming out of the side or whatever. You know, he, he somehow figures a way to make it work. I also wonder, like, what is Kirby putting in the notes? Because this is an amazing caption. Until it seemed that no foe could beat him, no danger could stop him. Not even when the very earth exploded beneath their feet. You know, like, he's so heroic, Captain America. Such an ideal for that kind of thing. I like that coloring, too. You mentioned coloring earlier. Lots like, that's of pretty good, good color. Lots of good color. Like it's on, on some old, you know? Like, it's just, uh, the color's, like, in, in, independent of the, of the line art. <laughs> I, think, I think we're getting speedy. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, there was some interesting modeling on the flesh tones of the earlier stuff where they were using like a purple, like a blue, something that you've never, you would never see in these comics of the day. Uh, maybe this passed through a couple of colorist hands. You That's possible. Batrock the Leaper. Yes. Whenever we were talking about best Kirby fights, Batrock was, uh, was, was a candidate that several people posted. So yeah, yeah. I know, I know the page in my mind that I, that I think of. Is like that a nine panel grid? Yeah, yeah. 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 I know that page too. <laughs> This is pretty badass. Anytime the the, uh, the splash pages show up, they always look really good. Yeah, it looks like he's ripping Captain America in in half. Like totally. that is, uh, it, it doesn't look good for Cap. Living laser in there. Now this is an iconic image yes. to me, and I don't know why it's I'll an tell iconic you where image it's from, to me. I yeah, think. please tell me. How to draw comics the Marvel way, I believe, uh, okay. uses this panel okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. or this setup. Um, yeah, burn burn into the mind. Yes. 
Yeah, it's really cool. And it's, you know, for that one, it's talking about how, like, you create these, uh, you know, like, um, motion, basically eye motion, and also make it dynamic. So everybody's closing in on Captain America in that image. But I think that's where it's from. And, uh, you know, that's basically it. Iron Man signing off, you know, giving him a salute. Rest easy, soldier. You will be avenged. You know, like... And, and even the, the next issue, things are never what they seem. This is a great issue. It to is. To be a fill-in that's done quickly and you got to do it because Starankos needs this extra month. What a delivery. Yeah, this is like... Um, it's, 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 good, it's good pacing, really. Because the kids read that initial piece. Now it's like you're, you're milking it. You know, this is like milking the climax. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's Dan Klaus showing the bullet coming at the camera and then the next issue is going to come out three months later. You know, it's just that there's an in-between one and you get Kirby at his prime setting it up. You know, he's teeing it up for Starenko to, uh, to come through. And by the way, we have to do that trilogy yes, we do. of issues because like Starenko's coloring that stuff. There's so much cool shit going on, and it's it's Starenko at his prime. That's true. In 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 uh you know mainstream comics, and uh, <laughs> Stan can't help himself. Our most honored freedom fighter, struck down in his prime by the hate-filled hordes of Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just take all the piss out of it, Stan. Why don't you? <laughs> Look, somebody drew on my. Uh, they they xed out all these comics. I don't know if those are books they they had or books they didn't want. Yeah, man, I see two X's through that X Men. Not not a good sign. And a little bit of uh, a little teaser there for the Stranko artwork, but uh, yeah, hell of an issue. And um, just just one of you know how many times can we show a Kirby comic and talk about how great it is? Yeah. But pinch hitting, you know, like really coming in whenever they need him. You know, you think about like within months or so he's leaving Marvel Comics. How do you let a guy like this leave your team? No, totally. You know, whatever he wants, like, give it to him. This guy can come in and do this whenever you need somebody to complete an issue quickly. you got to back the money truck up. Absolutely. Give the guy credit. Do whatever it takes. Absolutely. And uh, I do think that something that sort of stuck in his craw was was Starenko. Like, Starenko was a breakout hit at, at Marvel Comics and got a lot of opportunity that that Kirby didn't get. I remember reading somewhere. I think you know Starenko got got to write some of his own stuff or something. Uh, did he write his own Nick Furies? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like, so like he's seeing this this kid like it's a house that Jack built, and now you know this kid with his pompadour and shit like that, like pre Beatles rock and roller with a pink Cadillac and like <laughs> you know Jerry Lee Lewis playing on his radio or something is in here doing uh everything he wants and you're still bound by Stan Lee and, and doing all that crap. Plus you're seeing those Captain America and Hulk pillows or whatever, those plastic pillows and you're not getting one dime. Uh, Kirby would talk about not even be able, able to go into a department store without feeling a sickness in his tummy, seeing underoos or something yeah. that has the characters that he created, knowing that he, he made bad deals. It's so interesting that whole that that whole side of the history of comics because you hear guys like McFar when when Image forms you hear guys like McFarlane talking about it they don't even send me a you know a, a copy of the shirt or the poster or whatever they're making with his art on it and you know Stranko shows up super innovative graphically and stuff but also innovative in that he wants to write his own stuff why not he's already you know plotting it he wants to do it so like 
it's innovative in terms of business, you know, like you can trace that, those innovations too. And Stranko brought a few of those along. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, in a way, Kirby leaving the go to DC is, is that move, mm -hmm. you know, he's going to be able to edit his own books and write his own books. So yeah, interesting times, but uh, one of his last comics probably at Marvel, 1969, you know, it's, it's right around then that he's making his move. So yeah, I think the very last one is at uh, Silver Surfer issue. And then uh, I think it's even mentioned in, in the bullpen bulletin uh, of, of that issue. That, uh, that that Kirby's going. Well, very cool issue, very cool time period, and uh, Kirby at top of his game, like like usual, like he was for decades. Leave your comments uh, in uh, below this video for what your uh, what you imagine the first uh, Marvel Grand Design comic to be. And Marvel Saga does not count. K papers, <laughs> like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell, we'll notify you when new vids are available. What's out there, Jimmy? Hulk Grand Design. Tell your local comic shop to pre-order a copy for you, to reserve it, to put it in your in your pull box, whatever it takes. Let them know to get Hulk Grand Design coming in March, celebrating 60 years of Hulk. And uh, you want to make sure that you reserve that ahead of time. So tell your local comic shop to save a Hulk Grand Design for you. Pick the cover that you like, including cartoonist Kayfabe's own Ed Piscor with a killer cover. And uh, join me on Patreon, patreon.com slash jimrug. Red Room Trigger Warnings, issue number one, is coming out in March as well. Murder on a Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game in, in Red Room Comics. Uh, every issue completely self-contained, and you're going to be able to uh, pre-order these comics at my link tree directly below this video. You're going to be able to read these comics uh, at my Patreon that's in the link below this video. Three bucks for the archive on the Patreon. Way more than 200 pages worth of comics there. What else do we have, Jimmy? Subscribe to the Cartoonist KFAB newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist KFAB t-shirts and merchandise at the links below this video. Another great, great way to support the channel. Give them those marching orders, and we will be on our way, James. Read more comics.